Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well. My name is James and hopefully you're doing well. Happy New Year's. Uh, This is the first Wednesday of the new year. January 5th, the day I'm recording this, January 5th, 2022. And it was... uh, I saw something uh, the other day on, I believe it was Facebook. It said that George Jetson, according to the cartoon, was born this year. So I grew up in the 80s, and so I know uh, George Jetson and the cartoon and everything. And um, we don't have anything that really flies any. We don't have any flying cars or anything along those lines. And so uh, it would be nice. It would be nice, though. But anyways, Happy New Year's. Hopefully the New Year's is off to a great start for you. Uh, I know a lot of people have been getting sick and just having a lot going on. I know a couple people, they're like, oh, what a start to the new year. Um, just busy, like nothing, anything like too severe or anything along, along those lines. But uh, it is a new year and hopefully you are you had a great Christmas and a, a New Year's and uh, hopefully you're getting back at it. Uh, this is my first full week back into um, life. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but I actually lost track of time. I still had to work and everything along those lines, but the days just seemed different and weird. It's like, well, what day is today and what do I need to do today? It's just weird, especially having four kids home. Uh, from school. Uh, Just absolutely crazy. But anyways, um, what I want to do with you today is uh, if you're just joining us, uh, first episode, uh, our episodes run for about 15 to 20 minutes, right in that time frame. Don't want to keep you too long. And our aim is to help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. And that's what our aim is. And so all I want to do is try to help you have, uh, just to improve your walk with Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, to try to introduce you to him, uh, help you to process through some things, look at things from a scriptural point of view, uh, the Bible. And something I want to do with you today is um, something that I preached at my church this past Sunday. If you don't know, uh, I also pastor a church in the northeast part of Pennsylvania, and I've been doing so since 2007 at the same church. And and this year, uh, this calendar year, this January, um, what I'm doing with uh, my church is we're doing a three-week mini-series, and we're we're asking the question, how are you doing, really? And what we're doing is we're taking one Sunday to look at loneliness, depression, and anxiety, three different aspects of mental health, if you would. And this past Sunday, um, we looked at loneliness. And if you ever want to, uh, you know, get a a full message, full sermon or anything along those lines, just send me a message. Uh, You can connect with us on on Guarding the Well uh, on Facebook. You could send me a message, leave me a comment here, and I could always send you a link uh, because the church website and and also YouTube, um, you you can check them out there as well. but we were talking about loneliness uh, this past Sunday, and I wanted to share just a couple things with you about loneliness uh, this week. Um, loneliness is its huge in our culture right now, and going by the statistics, you are probably lonely. Um, maybe not this moment, but maybe last month, maybe two months ago, uh, COVID has increased loneliness in people uh a great deal. Loneliness was on a, on the rise uh, before COVID hit, but when COVID hit, it just accelerated all of it. It 
everything was accelerated before because of COVID. And, and loneliness in the lives of people is one of the things that has grown tremendously. And as I told my church on uh, Sunday, um, and this is an original to me, uh, people have been saying this for, for well over a decade. Um, we as a culture are more connected than ever before, but we're more lonely than we have ever been before as well. And we are just lonely people. And the thing about loneliness is this. It doesn't matter if you're alone or if you're a room full of people. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I struggle with loneliness. And uh, there are times where I've been at conferences and things like that where I will be in a room and there's 100, 200 people that I know that I have a friendship with, that I have some type of relationship with, that I can go up and talk to and everything along those lines. And I will feel entirely alone. But yet I am in a room with a couple hundred people, but I feel alone. And there's times where I am completely alone, that I'm home by myself, or even right now as I'm recording this, I'm in my office by myself, and I don't feel alone. And so loneliness isn't always uh, based upon you being with somebody or not with somebody. Loneliness can happen when you're around people or when you're not around people. And the thing I want you to know about loneliness is this. You're not alone when you struggle with it. Let me give you some stats that uh, I gave to uh, my church this past Sunday. Uh, and, and these are stats that came out right around February of 2021. And what it said was 73% of social media users that are, are heavy social media users, which is like four hours a day or more that are on like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things along those lines. 73% of heavy social media users report being lonely. Uh, 52% of light social social media users uh, report being lonely. Uh, 79% of Gen Zs report being lonely. 71% of millennials report being lonely. 50% of boomers report being lonely. Uh, three out of five adults in America report being lonely. That loneliness is... Uh, been a, a 13% rise since 2008. And here's one for you. Men, going by the latest statistics, men are more lonely than women. And I heard those statistics. I'm like, this is, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. People are, are lonely. They are really lonely and we don't need to be. You see what loneliness is, it's that gap between what you're expecting in your social circles and what actually is happening. It, it's in, in that gap where things aren't lining up to your expectations or what you want. And it's in that gap that we feel sad, disconnected, uh, angry, depressed, uh, anxiety, and the like. But I also like the definition that a Bible commentator by the name of Warren Wiersbe uh, gives. He says, loneliness is the malnutrition of the soul from living on substitutes. And that, that really stands out to me, um, that so often we, we find ourselves lonely because we're living on substitutes, substitute friends, substitute relationships, and they're not just working for us. They're not satisfying us. They're not filling us. And so we live in loneliness. And the thing about loneliness is this, it's not just mental health that it affects. Loneliness affects our whole life. It could be spiritual, it could be emotional, it could be mental, um, physical, um, loneliness, uh, or prolonged social uh, isolation. It can contribute to heart disease, stroke, early death, 
and and the like. Uh, if you're like me, it'll cause you to gain weight. Because when you're lonely, what do you do? You eat because, well, eating usually gives us comfort until we step on the scale. And so loneliness does all of those things. And, and one of the problems with loneliness is this. We end up wasting our, our lives. We waste our life in loneliness because most people, when they're alone, they're not doing anything. They're, they're just maybe scrolling through uh, YouTube, scrolling through Netflix, and they're just not doing anything with their lives because they feel alone. They feel nobody cares. Nobody wants them. Nobody wants to do anything with them. No one thinks about them, and they're sad. And when we're in those spots, we don't do anything. And the next thing you know, we've just watched, you know, five hours of YouTube videos that made no sense whatsoever. And loneliness causes us to waste our lives because we're alone, but we don't have to be. You see, everybody is alone. Most people are alone today. And so you're surrounded by people that are, are alone. And what I want to do in the next couple of minutes is just give you one area where loneliness comes from. And then one way to start leaving loneliness, if you will. One of the reasons that loneliness happens in our um, life is we have low self-esteem or we have wrong thoughts or we have wrong feelings about things. Now, if you're listening, maybe you have a low self-esteem. Um, I know a lot of people that have a low self-esteem. They may not actually admit it, but they have a low self-esteem, meaning they don't think highly of themselves. And I'm not talking about a, a, in a prideful way or exalting themselves higher than they ought to be. I'm just have I'm I'm just referring to having the right view of yourself. Yet people who have a low self-esteem, that they just look at themselves and just like, why? Like, I'm not good at anything. You know, I, I do these things, but I, nobody nobody cares. Uh, I, I'm not good at anything. I don't have a value. I don't have a worth. And they just think of themselves lowly. And because of that, we think that other people don't want to be around us. And so we have these wrong uh, thoughts in our head because we think nobody cares about us. We think that nobody thinks about us. We think nobody wants to hang out with us because that's how we see ourselves. And what we're doing is when we have that mindset, that is actually going to manufacture loneliness in our lives because we have the, the, the wrong view of ourself. But then we also have these wrong thoughts, these wrong feelings. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you thought somebody was upset at you, then you thought they didn't like you, maybe they didn't want to talk to you, all because, I don't know, they, they didn't answer. Maybe you're like me. I hate on maybe Facebook Messenger or uh, text messaging where you send a message to somebody and it and it shows that they received the message and they looked at it. Like if you text somebody, uh, I know on iPhones, uh, it says that the message was read and then they don't respond. I don't know if that bothers you. I think it bothers most people. And so to use that as an example, you send somebody a message, they see it and you know they saw it and they don't respond to you. Well, what starts going through your head? Oh man, they don't like me. They must be upset at me for something. Uh, they're trying to ghost me. They're not, they don't want to do anything with me. It's just, and then you start playing all these thoughts and all these scenarios in your head. And then, you know, maybe the next day they write back to you and go, Oh, Hey, sorry. 
I didn't get back to you. Uh, I had a family member in the hospital and it was just a crazy day. And you find out that all the thoughts that you had in your head that produced loneliness the day before, they were just all wrong. They, they weren't right at all because it wasn't because the person didn't like you. It's because their family member was in the hospital and, and these things happen. And so often we manufacture loneliness within our hearts and within our minds because we have a low self-esteem or we have wrong thoughts, we have wrong feelings, or maybe we even have wrong expectations where we, for some reason, we expect that we should have X amount of friends in our lives or we expect that we ought to be doing something in our lives. And we just have these expectations that aren't being met. And so when we have all of that floating around inside of us, it causes loneliness. It, it can manufacture loneliness in our hearts and, and in our lives. And so the question is, well, what do we do about that? Well, we do what the Bible tells us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, Paul tells us to take every, cap, uh, every thought captive, meaning all the thoughts that come through our minds we're supposed to grab hold of. And we're to take captive, not just to let them float around and do the damage that they're going to do, but take these thoughts captive. And then what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to take those thoughts and line them up with the truth, uh, the truth of scripture, uh, maybe uh, just truth in, in general. And then if they don't line up with truth, we throw them away. We don't give them any uh, attention in our lives. For example, when we're thinking that, you know what, nobody cares about me nobody likes me, or I have no value or no worth, those types of things that produce loneliness, you take that thought and you hold it up to Scripture and go, what does the Bible say? What does God say? Well, God says that He cares for you, that He loves you, that you have a great amount of value and worth, as we talked about in our last podcast. And you go, okay, well, my mind is telling me, my feelings are telling me that I don't have a value, I don't have a worth, that nobody cares for me, nobody loves me. And God's going, no, that's not true. I do. I do. And just from that moment on, we can throw that thought away. We could take out the garbage, if you will, and dump those thoughts out of our minds because we know it's not lining up with the truth of God. You could take those thoughts and line them up to your practical life. You know, if, if you're married, you go, okay, does my spouse love me? Well, yes. Do my kids love me? Yes. Uh, if you're part of a church, does, you know, does your pastor love you? Does your your your, your friends and your, your church family love you and care for you and are there for you? And you take those thoughts and you line them up with that truth and go, you know what? I do have people that care for me. I do have people that think about me. I do have people that love me. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get rid of that thought and just put it out of my mind and not focus in on that. And when we do that, it enables us to focus in on the truth, and that helps us to manage our loneliness, but it also helps us to leave loneliness because we know that there are people there for us and that do care for us. And what we also do is we, we, we take the, um, the, the experiences that we want, the things that we want to do, and we hold that up in light of everything, go, you know what, maybe I don't want that many friends. Maybe I don't want to do those, those, those situations. I, I just don't want to do that. Then why are you expecting yourself to, to do those in your life? This is one of those things. It's one of the things that we fail to do in our walk with the Lord is taking the thoughts that we have in our mind captive and lining them up with the truth of God's word. 
And then when they don't line up to God's truth, when they don't line up to the, the, the truth that is in our life, like a spouse loving us or a child loving us, we get rid of them. Because far too often we focus in on our feelings instead of the truth. And that is dangerous. And the reason it is dangerous is because the Bible tells us in the book of Jeremiah that our heart is deceitful above all else and should not be trusted. It should not be relied upon. And I know the world tells us to follow our heart, to follow our gut, to follow our feelings. But guess what? Our feelings aren't always right. Oftentimes they're wrong. And when we're following our feelings, it very well could be fostering or cultivating a sense of loneliness within us because we feel like nobody is there. But in all reality, there are people that are there. We feel that nobody cares for us. But in reality, there are people that care. We feel like nobody wants to hang out with us. But in all reality, people do want to hang out with us. We feel those things. But those feelings aren't true. And so we need to take those thoughts, those feelings, and hold them up to the truth. And when they don't line up to truth, you know what that means? They're falsehood. They're not right. And we need to get rid of them. And maybe that looks for you of writing things down and then finding scripture that goes against them. Don't be afraid to write things down. It really and truly helps. Um, And so if you're battling loneliness today, I would encourage you to start taking those thoughts and those feelings that you have swirling around within you and holding them up to the truth of Scripture. And if they don't line up with the truth of Scripture, just throw them away. Even if you need to write them on a piece of paper and then throw that piece of paper in the garbage or burn it to help you with that. Do something along those lines because you don't need to feel lonely. There's a lot of people that are lonely and we just need to foster relationships with them. And so we hope your new year is off to a good year. Hopefully this year is going to be a year that is filled with you growing closer to the Lord. Hopefully it is a year where you don't feel lonely, that you're able to uh, cultivate a relationship with the Lord. Maybe we'll talk about that in the couple in the coming weeks and foster relationships with other people that are good and godly and are are strong. And so we are praying for you. Uh, If you would uh, help us out by uh, liking this episode, subscribing to the podcast, leaving us a comment or a review that really helps us in the algorithm and getting this podcast out into uh, the eyes and ears of others. And if you want to connect with us, you can do so on Facebook. Uh, Just look us up at Guarding the Well on Facebook and like the page and you can send us a message through there as well. And so hopefully you have a great day today and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care.